Welcome, ladies, to the No Bad Days Simple Wellness for Women show. I'm Jolene Fisher, your host, and every episode of the No Bad Day show will give you a view into the life of another woman. She'll share her story, her triumphs, her struggles, and the lessons that she's learned along the way. My goal as your host is to bring in topics to you that are relevant and encouraging to uplift you and bring you guys smiles and <laughs> give you something to really think about and to really just bring into your life to say that, you know, all other women that I'm bringing to do hard things, we all do hard things, but there is hope at the end of the tunnel. And so I brought Jenna on today to really bring you guys a hope-filled story and to know that there is success from ashes and uh, she's excited to tell you guys her story but let me first give you her really good uh awesome and amazing <laughs> bio here i was like wow so jenny Mason has been a life coach for over a decade and exclusively coaching equestrians for the past five years she is passionate about teaching her clients to plan for days that excite them prioritizing self-care exercise positive mindset clear boundaries and single tasking their way to mantra is live a life you love and her coaching revolves around clarity commitment confidence and community she coaches an online community over 700 worldwide equestrians and reads to ireland so cool <laughs> her planner the smart equestrian planner started being published five years ago and is now thousands of people plan their days stay accountable and track their success but her coaching doesn't just stop there because everything she does applies to pretty much in the private her private coaching can include athletes artists entrepreneurs and women who have goals so if that sounds like that to you then you've arrived at the perfect talk today and jenna's going to tell you where she's from and a little bit more about her life so welcome jenna to the show <laughs> thank you so much so coaching jolene so many years ago was absolutely an honor we became great friends and now years later, she called me up and said, I'm doing this podcast and I'd love to have you on. And that for a coach, there's nothing better because I watched her change and go after her dreams and tweak her dreams. And really you have evolved into just such a, an icon of women's empowerment. Really, Jolene is living living coaching you know she had what she wanted in front of her and went after it so congrats to you for do, making all this happen it's amazing uh, thank you that yeah, you your foundation all those years ago because it really did help get me going on the right path and make me think about what my vision was and what my mission was and really be clear on those kind of things because once you're clear on that you can really take those next steps into what it is that you should be doing rather than just jumping right into the do without having that clear vision. So that really helped me. Thank you. Have fun with your vision. So thanks for having me on this call. Um, I have not shared my story in a long time and I do love sharing it because back when it was happening, it was not a fun story. It was really an epic failure story. And now I live a life of my dreams. So I just wanna start off out with saying to anyone who's watching this, if your life is not where you want it to be, that's a great place to start because there is so much hope. There are so many women, there are so many people out in the world who wanna help you get where you wanna be. So just hang tight and uh, and we'll do this together. So I'll backtrack just to give you an idea of where I came from. 
Um, I grew up in a town called Rye, New York, which is in Westchester. It is like Mayberry. I mean, it's truly like one of those picket fence towns and everybody knows everybody. It's a beautiful town. So the, the odd part of the story was that my dad was a bookie. So no one else's dad in my world back in Rye was a bookie. They worked on Wall Street and their dads were attorneys and doctors and they all lived in perfect houses. And I grew up later on as a tween, I heard that I lived on the wrong side of town. So that really kind of messed me up as a kid. I thought, wrong side of town, we live in Rye, you know, how can that be? So. I later found out I did not know my dad was a bookie. Um, we thought that he was a sports writer for the New York Times. So you can imagine kind of the m mental mindset that that creates for a child. So I find out that my dad is a bookie. Um, I think it's kind of exciting. You know, I'm a young person. I'm like, wow, you know, tell me about it. And that was why he got disinherited from his parents. So I did not know my grandparents. So. At some point, my grandparents decide, you know what, we love our son anyway, and they swoop into our family, and they kind of plucked me out of the family because I was the youngest, and they sent me away to boarding school, and I had this completely different experience. So my beginning is kind of like my, my mom and dad have this very... Um, working class life. My mom's family actually had kind of a dark side and I had cousins in jail that we would go visit in jail and then my dad's family swoops in and they're taking me to Europe and we're eating in a castle and you know so it's super diverse worlds but now looking back I realize it gave me such empathy and such an insight to all types of people that were really so the same. You know, doesn't matter if you're in a castle or in jail, you're a human being, you want to be loved, you want to be safe. So, but that's just my childhood to, to bring you um, like a glimpse of what kind of start did you get? So fascinating, Jenna. What is a bookie? I don't even know what that is. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Of course, I was actually going to say that, and I'm like, don't say that she wouldn't know. So a bookie is someone who does betting. It's gambling. It's horse racing, sports. Um, I'm sure there was some other stuff. So basically, um, I've been writing a book for years called The Westchester Bookie's Daughter. Um, there's a show on The, the Sopranos. It was this show on HBO. We were the Sopranos. My very first memory was when I was like five or six, my mom yelling at my dad, I don't want one more thing that's fallen off the back of a truck. That's my memory. Because that's how we got paid. Like he would get five TVs, he would get two mink coats. I had uncles who gave me a point, like very odd. So, anyway, <laughs> it's very odd. So, from there, my grandmother really instilled in me this work ethic of if you do the right thing, life will work out. So I went to boarding school, then I went to college, then I got a great job, then I got married. I actually had the house with the picket fence. You know, like I really thought I had a Volvo. My towels were monogrammed. Like, how can anything go wrong? And then my bubble burst, and I got divorced when my children were. To actually two and four um, was when the divorce went through so here I am I lost my horse farm I lost my Volvo I have two toddlers 
and I'm a single mom and you just feel like this is not my beautiful life. How did I get here? It, it's such a, and it's such a feeling of failure because I did not want to be a divorced single mom. That, that was not in the plan. I'm sure you have women in your group that can relate. Well, yeah, and I think it's just one of those things when it's not your choice and you just get railroaded and what do you do, right? So you're stuck with nothing and having to rewrite your life all over again. That's Absolutely. And if you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and that doesn't work out, now you have all these new choices. So um, at that point, so I lost my horse farm. I thought, well, maybe I should go back into the corporate world and just get a job because jobs feel safe. And if anyone had right now during COVID-19, jobs are precious. So I'm not poo-pooing jobs. But um I really, I was leaning towards being an entrepreneur, but I was scared. So I did not go after it. I went and got my insurance license and I worked in insurance and I worked in a cubicle and every day I felt like the walls were just getting smaller and smaller. And so I'm a big believer in that this is our life. We need, we don't need, it's, it's our blessing to reach our full potential. And that's, so I thought to myself, this is not my full potential. So I left insurance and I joined a health company because I'm just like Jolene. I love health and wellness. Like our first wealth is our health. So I joined this company and it was a network marketing company. I had never even heard of network marketing. And when I told my mother, she said, is that legal? She was so against it. And I'm like, mom, yes, it's legal. You know, it's this wonderful, I didn't even know how to explain it. Well, network marketing turned out to be a dream for me. I loved it. It's all about personal growth. It, it had wonderful people and I love the products. So I built this enormous organization in a company that I loved and I thought I did it. You know, like you feel so proud of yourself. You're slammed down. You have two kids. I made it happen. And then the universe threw another curveball and we had corruption at the top of our company and the company went bankrupt and I lost everything again. Do you want me to pause there? Do you want to add stuff? <laughs> yeah, I have chills because that is just like, oh, crushing again. Another thing you couldn't control that just came into your life completely tearing it down one more time and then you're stuck with having to build this back up so you've been torn down and had to rebuild now in your story like several times because as a child unbeknownst to you with no choice of your own you were thrust into a life the way you were with the, the father and the wrong side of the tracks to boarding school to now um, building this big empire marketing company only to see it go under but talk to us now about now that that happened, uh, where did, how old were your kids at this point and where were you in your life? What was, what did life look like for you at the top of that? Come sure. sure. Um, so one detail I left out back when I was a child, my dad died of a massive heart attack when I was 14. So that threw the family into more turmoil. And three days after he died, our house burned down. So oh I'll, my just, I'll just add that to the picture of like, how many things can happen that, you know, and anyway, those, I, those are details. So, all right. So now I joined the company, my kids during that time were like 
seven, eight, nine, ten, and they loved the company so much. When I used to get up and speak in front of people, they would talk with me. We were like the Partridge family for health and wellness. I mean, we just loved it. They were very excited, and it's great to have your kids. Um, they kind of rose from the ashes with me, so we were a very tight unit, and it has given my kids a, a closeness to me. I'm sure you know, Jolene, like when you go through something with your kids, it really bonds you. So what that looked like is we got to travel the country. I traveled with the new person of the company and spoke in front of thousands. And I mean, what a feeling to inspire people is such an amazing feeling to help people tap into their own power, to tap into their own, like your vision, you know, to help someone realize like, wow, I get to have my own vision and then say yes and help them realize it. There's just nothing better. So I did that for years, felt really great. And then because of corporate greed, which, you know, I'm just so opposed to greediness never leads to anything good. The company went under and I was just so it was worse the second time you would think, well, oh, you already went through it. You know, you know how to get back, but it's just devastating. You know, have you, I'm sure you have women who, it just keeps coming. Yeah, it is devastating. And I think today, in today's society with what's going on, we, we, we're seeing that a lot. People losing their jobs, uh, people being furloughed to laid off to the unemployment lines being crazy long, can't get through on the phone lines, just desperation from people who never really would have seen that coming in. So where was your hope in all that? What, out of that devastation, what kept you going? What was it within you that gave you this fire in your belly to keep going? So to just give a reality check, because I think that it's happening right now with COVID-19, where you feel like, no, I have to have hope. I, I have to be the one who's strong. When that happened to me the second time, I was not strong at first, Jolene. I fell into such a deep depression. I, I lost hope. And what, what pulled me out of it were two little kids looking at me, saying, Mommy, like, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? And um, I never received one penny of child support, so I was completely on my own. So when you're that on your own, like that's a motivator. So, you know, you're either inspired or you're desperate. And at that point I was just desperate. So what I started doing in those very early days of just feeling like such an epic failure, like I'm so glad my parents are not here to see this, that type of failure. I took a regular notepad and I started writing every day little things I could do like, Jenna, if you do this, you will make it through today because sometimes life brings you down that low where it's like the simplest thing. You get that, Jolene, right? Yeah. That's I mean, such great advice today and what we're going through. Just journaling something or, or feeling accomplished in one area. Yeah. Right. The smallest steps. So I, I started just that piece of paper, little inspirational things. And somehow, like, we all have a faith inside of us, whatever yours is. It's super personal. But that faith, that light, that's what really keep me lit. Like, it's an honor to be alive. That's, I mean, that's just people with COVID-19 have lost their lives. 
we have the honor of being here. So I'm not saying that it doesn't get hard because it does get hard, but if we can find our way back to that light, and for me, when I'm so, so down, little steps each day, and it builds, and a few days in, you maybe you do two things, and, a few, and you build on it. So it's not always, if you're great at going after big things, that's amazing. But for many of us, it takes little steps. So I little stepped my way into at least feeling like a person again, you know, actually being productive in the world. And then what happened, sometimes when you shift your energy, God or the universe or whatever you believe in knows that you're ready for the next great thing. So women from the company that had gone under called me and said, Jenna, you are such an amazing coach. Will you continue to coach us? And I was like, huh. A coach. So I never set out to be a coach. Coaching came to me. And it was the, it, so my calling, my mission in life came out of the worst failure in my life. I love that. I just had a conversation yesterday with my son's girlfriend and I was like, you know, it doesn't matter what your age, you can always reinvent yourself. So you're sitting here today watching this and you're like, I feel stuck. I lost my job. I feel like I was never doing something that I loved or was passionate about. It's never too late to reinvent yourself and start anew, start fresh into something that, you know, why not, right? This is the best time when we have time to look into doing something exciting and new. So yeah, then that self-care that was so needed first for you, right? That like getting up, taking a shower, doing something that made you feel good made you feel like a human again that actually then led to that next step which led to the next step right so that's very good advice so five minutes of stretching turns into 10 minutes turns into going for a walk turns into i become a runner you know like it's not one day i put on my sneakers and now i'm a marathon runner those stories are great but i am totally the believer of slow and steady i love practices like you develop a practice my whole life is just a series of practices and i always start with the little babyest steps because what i found with working with thousands of women when you can help a woman do a baby step and have the satisfaction of feeling successful you can build anything on that when you throw a huge we're going to do 45 minutes of blah 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 and then they're sore and tired you just lose it so you want to keep it fun you want to start with micro steps and just like have that excitement in your heart. If you want to be a marathon runner, start with walking to your mailbox. I'm not kidding. Like from there, you can be a marathon runner. <laughs> but, but take any goal you want and just micro step it back. And honestly, Jolene, that's been like the most successful technique with helping anyone do anything that they want. Yes, I remember a long time ago you said you're going to take – five whacks at the tree like if you think about the tree and you have an axe you're going to hit that tree with an axe five times a day until eventually you chop that tree down but I don't want you to go out and chop that tree down today all in one day you're just going to do five whacks so what is that what do those five things look like for you today and every day you're going to have five things that will get you eventually to that ultimate goal so do you want to explain that a little bit more or maybe yeah (laughs) so so I got very into planning and creating my planner out of necessity. 
because what I found, one, I'm quite sure that I have some type of ADD or ADHD. Just in my age bracket, no one was diagnosed. All my report cards say she talks too much, she fidgets, she just wants to get out of the classroom, and I think that's why. So I am always, you know, I'll be doing a project and then be like, oh, look, I should clean those curtains. Oh, look, and I'm all over the place. So a planner is me prioritizing. It is written down. It's a map that I decided. So if you guys are not planners, all I'm suggesting is that you try it because especially during this COVID-19 time, it gives you purpose. It, and I don't care if your plan is take a shower, watch Netflix, take a nap, like you get to make the plan, but it just gives you, it strengthens that muscle that you create your days. And I love no bad days. Like planning and no bad days completely go together like peanut butter and jelly. They're great. <laughs> Thank you. So um, the, it, it taught me that writing things down, I'm also, I, it's a paper planner. I know a lot of you are tech people, but there's something very sacred about paper to me. I happen to love writing things down. So the planner is set up to set an intention every day because that's another, do you teach that in your coaching, intention setting? We talk about goal setting and weekly goal setting, but not, uh, we maybe okay. explain that a little bit more. For sure. So intention setting is, uh, well, I, I can show you later, but intention setting is you saying how you want to feel that day. So I'll just say like for the last few weeks, mine has said calm almost every day because I want to feel a sense of calm or you can put happy, or if you're going for a job interview, you could put powerful, but it's you reminding yourself, hey, this is how I wanna show up today. So the very first thing is intention setting. The second thing is we gratitude journal every single day, it's right in the planner, and it's just three things that you're grateful for. They can be big things, they can be a warm cup of coffee, but gratitude is the key to loving your life and creating success. When you start from gratitude, like if you're feeling panicky in this challenging time, if you start writing a gratitude list, you will feel your chest lighten. You will feel because your mind is focused on what you're already grateful for, not what's going on. So those are my two foundation points in planning. After that, we prioritize. So what we, I used to do five, Jolene, that's how long ago I've been working with Jolene. I've actually, I've gotten it down to three because I like to underwhelm people on their schedule and then have them surprise themselves and do more rather than overwhelm and then they feel like they're not living up to it. So it's about being productive, not about being busy. And that's what a planner and planning helps you do. It's you saying, this is important to me. I'm definitely getting these three things done. When those three things are done, you feel this huge surge of energy. Like, yeah, I'm a person who gets things done. And then from there, everything's gravy. Don't you feel that way, Jolene? Like when you get that stuff done? Oh yeah. And especially when I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I like to get the hardest thing done first because then everything else just seems easy from there. And then I'm going to, I, I like to work well, right now I kind of have to work when I can. It's That's the other thing is where can you fit in the work because kids are home and husband's home and all that kind of stuff. But Everyone home. <laughs> yeah, and I could be so productive at night, but during the daytime, I just get ADHD too. Like I'm 
what's going on over here? Who's doing this? And I want to have a conversation with that kid. And I want to go see my husband. But at night, he's like, when are you coming to bed? I'm like, I could stay up for hours. I'm just like, good night, owl. But yeah, right, figuring that out is a little bit challenging with schedules. It, right. This, this whole time. And that's, so we'll get to that at the end. But there are different rules for COVID-19 than there are in the regular world. But it's still you planning. So I think the important thing to take away is that planning is you getting to decide what's best for you. Like a coach cannot say to you, this is what you should do. What you should do is actually inside of you and a coach helps to ask questions to bring it out of you and then helps map it so that you can accomplish it in a way that suits you. And my example is always, I, I really am big on health and wellness. If we're not healthy, if we're not moving our bodies, if we're not fueling ourselves with nutritious foods, we cannot hit our highest potential. I just believe that with all my heart and soul. But that looks different for everybody. So as a coach, my goal is to help you find what works for you. There's no one diet that works for everyone, just not happening. So what nutritional path is your path? Exercise, you really dislike going to the gym? awesome, we need to find you another path. So I'm not really a fan of the one size fits all. I'm a fan of find out what works for you. And then, and then that, so that's the clarity, like getting clear is getting clear on living a life you love, not a life your husband loves for you, or your pastor or your children. It's getting clear on what's, why are you here on this planet? Like, what would you love the most? So we start with that. And then commitment is you saying, I'm willing to plan this every day. I'm willing to chop that ax five times a day because we're going to get older anyway. Why not use that time the way that you wanna use it? And it takes away all comparing. There's no more comparing anymore because my plan is not Jolene's plan and it's not your plan. You know, we all have our own plan. So after that, confidence is, when you stick to your plan, you, like real inner confidence comes from yourself. It doesn't even come from a coach going, Jolene, you're awesome. You can do this. That's outer confidence and it's good. But inner confidence comes when you keep your word and your commitment to yourself. So every day you're making this plan. Like Jolene, is there any better feeling than the check mark on your list? You're just like, I did this and I did this. Sometimes if I didn't write it down after I do it, I write it in and I check it off. It just feels good. So that's where confidence comes from is being, you know, sticking to your plan. And then community, Jolene has created an amazing community for you women. Engage in it, stick with each other, support each other. You become who you hang out with. So we're all so lucky to have communities that lift us up. So yeah that's a nutshell of I love that oh, let's go back to the confidence when you stick to your plan thing because the brain is so smart well, obviously very smart but like with regards to habit formation and saying I want to do something and I'm going to stick to this and you only stick to it maybe for three days like let's say the journal for example and you or your planner and you're writing in the planner and you just do three days and then you don't do any more days for maybe a month <laughs> you're like oh well yeah I gotta get back to that and then you do it for three more days the brain is like 
at that three-day mark, it's it's like going to put up this huge wall and say, oh, this is only as far as you've ever gone before, so we're not going to let you really go any further. And if you try to, we're going to make this really hard on you, like that subconscious mapping and brain thinking you know that goes on that we don't really even know is there running in the background can you explain any of that to the women sure so i mean it's basically think of any habits are a hard one because some habits i try to help women create things like brushing your teeth do you ever not brush your teeth for 99 percent of us it's just a done deal it's something you do because you know that you have to for the health of your body So what if you got crystal clear on what are the things that are so important to you that it just becomes like breathing? And that's the ultimate goal. So so that from there you backtrack it and how could you incorporate it into your life in a manner that makes sense? So one of the techniques we do is called hooking. Hooking means you're hooking one habit onto something that you already do. So it's a trigger for the next thing. Like, um, so say you love your cup of coffee. I know that's a big one for a lot of women. Or your cup of tea. Well, before you get your cup of tea, you have to stretch for five minutes. Like the cup of tea is the reward for the stretching. So it just reminds you like, I really want that cup of tea. I just have to stretch for five minutes. You build that muscle, you feel how your body feels better doing that. So now you can do a 10 minute yoga practice. And now you do 10 minutes of yoga and 10 minutes of meditation. And see, so you build on it. But a practice is something that you love. It's a part of your life. I say to women, if if a woman says to me, oh, I don't wanna go for a run. I I really, I kind of hate running. I'm like, well, but isn't, I mean, if you truly hate running, don't run. But if you just have that negative attitude, what if you think, I can go for a run? Like, what if we couldn't run? What if you had some sort of disability where you couldn't exercise? Can you imagine how grateful those women would be if they could? So a lot of it's mindset shift also. Like, I can do this as opposed to I have to do this. Right. And that goes back to the gratitude thing. Just recognizing the things that we can do and not focusing on the things we can't right now at least too it's huge oh now i'm holding on to gratitude with both hands everybody like i completely feel you this covid 19 it's such an emotional roller coaster so i just want to say a few things that i've said to all my women for a month now and that is do not feel pressured or shamed or anything into this should be the time where you learn a new language, Marie Kondo, your whole house, get in the best shape of your life, write your book. Now, if any of that appeals to you, that's fantastic. You should do that. But for some people, this is just such a challenging time. My only request of everyone is self-care, like truly be kind to yourself. That doesn't mean that you should lay on the couch all day unless that's what's serving you. But I'm really not one of those coaches that is promoting right now that you have to, have to, have to. Because if you slow it down a little and stop multitasking, like just, I'm a big believer in one tasking, one thing at a time, and when you're finished, breathe and then start the next thing. But you will find yourself feeling more inspired, more motivated, 
if you do it on your terms than if you just like social media right now, we have to be careful. There's 50 million courses you can take and do this, do that. I've never had more opportunity coming my way, which is amazing. And if you're using it, that's great. But I just think as coaches, Jolene, do you agree with that? Or are you kind of coaching differently? No, I'm not coaching differently. I think that's incredible. Uh, I think that the, the, problem right now is too much input like so much coming at us that it's overwhelming and so I love that that and I agree with you self-care is the number one thing we need to be focusing on right now and to give ourselves permission to be okay with not doing anything during the day and like or if you're doing you're doing something but be okay with what that something is and and to not feel pressured like you said to uh take that course or to learn a new language or to go clean out a closet or whatever. It's just okay with just being, not doing. <laughs> doing is, yeah, just be and and center yourself and relax into it and say, it's okay. Because from that place, like that relaxed, centered place, you actually can get yourself back to feeling normal about wanting to do those things. But the world is so unstable right now. Like we all feel it. There's pressure, there's anxiety. No one, everything keeps changing every time you listen to the news, which may I suggest that everyone just limit your news. I feel so much better on the days that we're not watching the news. I mean, we get the headlines. We're not, our head's not in the sand, but that constant bombardment and the same with social media. I do not need to know what every single person is doing. I'd rather sit and play cards with the family or, you know, do something like that. The only thing I am telling all my ladies to do is to keep moving their bodies at least once a day, get out for a walk, go for a hike, because the pent up anxiety, physical movement really helps release it. So talking about brain health, right? And mental anxiety, depression, all that stuff. Exercise is proven to help all those things. So just, yeah, I echo that. Yeah, keep moving, keep moving. But I want to ask you, what else is it that you want to talk about? Because uh, we're not done yet, but I want to pull into the equestrian side of things for people who are excited to hear about that. They probably heard that in your bio. I'm like, ooh, that piqued an interest. So I want to hear more about your life in in that realm. And then also your planner, show us what your planner looks like. And is that accessible to everybody or is it just a equestrian planner. I want to know more about that. Sure, sure. So five years ago, um, I was coaching all kinds of women in all kinds of fields. And it was great. And some, you know, I was getting that kind of antsy feeling like maybe I should be doing something different. And my daughter said to me, she's an equestrian also, we've ridden our whole lives. My dad rode, his dad rode. And my daughter said, Mom, why don't you just coach equestrians? And I said, well, because there's no such thing as an equestrian life coach. And then I was like, because everything's possible. So I went on Vistaprint and I made a card that said I was an equestrian life coach. And I changed a few things. And I started going barn to barn, which was not practical, but we all live and learn. And I started coaching on what was in my heart, which was health and wellness. So I was basically teaching um, exercises and nutrition to riders. And that was great. No, so that was that was actually six years ago. So I did that for a year. It was a lot of traveling. And what would happen is like two months after I would be at a barn, 
the instructor would call up and say, Jenna, every, everyone loved you. We loved what you taught us. But after you left, it kind of faded away and everyone fell off the wagon. And we all know, like you said, Jolene, it's hard to stick to things. Why, you know, how can we help these girls and women stick to it? And that, so I meditated and prayed on that idea. And I thought, you love planners, create a planner. And I actually had a girlfriend who develops planners. I told her my idea and she was like, oh, I'm helping you do this. So angels are everywhere to help us make things happen. So five years ago, the first planner was launched and it was much more, it was much different than this. Every year I survey my group and say, what do you want? What should I take out? And I mean, if I gave them everything, it would be this thick, but I do my best. So that's how the planner came to be. And so this is what the planner looks like. And I'll just give you a, a quick run through. I'm such a dork. I love stickers. I'm like 12 years old in my heart, but I have stickers everywhere. So the first, the first page is just your vet, your um, dentist for your horse, all that. So the first four pages are all vision pages. So like how you have a vision board in your house, I have vision pages in the front of the planner because how inspiring, like before you look at your to-do list and you know, what is your day calling? When I first look at my vision pages, I'm like, oh right, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. So like, I want, I love traveling by horseback. So that's one of my pages. And so that's fun. Then the next six pages are all of our yearly goals. So everything's super clear. So we have a 90-day goal, financial goals, career goals, health and fitness, relationship, giving back to your community, and riding. A big part of our community is how can we give back. I'm so huge on, you know, we're all so blessed. How can we make a difference in other people's lives? And then for each month tab, we do a vision board on that month. So that even though you have a big yearly vision, you can have a monthly vision. Then you have your you know, regular calendar with all my stickers, because I am a dork. Then from your yearly goals, you break it down to monthly goals. And then after month is your day of the week. So you have how do you feel, your intention, your top three, regular to-dos, bar notes, how are you being healthy, gratitude, and then your day. So, and then you, and you break down and then in the back of the book, I'm also a huge believer and we should all have a bucket list. Oh, and you know what? This one, mine's not done yet. So I won't show you that, but bucket lists, it's great to have dreams to pull us forward. So that's the planner. And it's really this planner planning has changed my life. I, I, whether it's this planner or any planner, it's at the end of the year, you have this book that's your dreams. That's, I mean, I write quotes in it. I write, um, I have this gratitude, what I'm grateful for, that I look at every single day. It's, just, it's magic. Planners are magic. I love it. That's awesome. So you went into like just your evolution of what you are doing now and you just beam with excitement about what you do and what you, who you get to coach and the fact that you're around your horses and the society of people that love the same things you love. I mean, isn't that what we want for other women to find within themselves is to do just that surround themselves with people that they really find some commonality with that they can live life with 
laugh with, have fun with, and then also help each other along the way. Community is huge. And Jolene, you're such a beautiful community builder. I mean, that's truly one of your strengths. And for all of you women in this group, community, we all rise together, like no one's left behind. And women were so brilliant at sisterhood is so powerful. So if you're in a strong point in your life, reach out and help others. And if this is not the best time of your life, let people know. It's not, being vulnerable is actually a sign of strength. And, you know, I the reason I can coach with, with my heart is because I have been to such lows. Like, I know what it's like to really feel like I'm losing at life. And from there, I rebuilt step by step by step. And I know if I can, that you can. So it's just community so important. Yeah, love it. I love it. So tell me how you can, or how can people get a hold of you if they want to learn more about what you do and how to get a hold of uh, the planner that you have? Oh, sure, sure. So um, if you go to thesmartequestrian.com, you just find out all about our group and the planner. And I'm Jenna Newton. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. So I do, um, I do private coaching. Those are my non-equestrians. And, but they use the planner also. So you don't have to be a horse person, but it does say like barn notes and, you know, but it's not, there's no pictures of horses in it or anything except for the cover. But any, you know, if you're a businesswoman, there's other planners that can work. It's not, you know, I love my planner, but I'd love you to just use a planner. But if you are an equestrian or know an equestrian, just send them to the Smart Equestrian. We love our, our group and we do riding trips to Ireland. We'll also be going to Scotland, Africa, and Costa Rica. So that's it. Oh, so can I tell a quick story on that? Yes. So, so here, you know, I lose everything. Life is hard. Then I start building it. And then before my old planners did not have vision pages in them. That's a newer thing, but I have my vision board, which is right behind you guys. And I was huge on vision boards. And so one year I got really confident and I was like, I want to start seeing the world on horseback. I just put up pictures of, you know, Africa, places I wanted to go. And then I put a picture of a horse and, and I, it was just in my brain. So then a girlfriend says to me, do you want to come work equine affair with me? She had already gotten the booth, so you stand there for 14 hours and talk to people for four days. It's kind of a lot of socializing, um, but it was great. And I thought, sure, I'll get my planner out there. Well, the booth next to us was a woman from Ireland, and of course, you get to talking the whole time. And the short story of that is she said, you know, why don't you bring your women over to Ireland? And we'll, So we started this whole thing, and now we've brought dozens of women over, and it's hugely successful. But I know it's because I just put that, you know, thought and prayer out there. Please let this happen. And it did. Oh, I love it. Really I did. I have my vision board over here, I'll show you guys. But vision boards are a deal, and it's just right there always for me to look at every day. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, I have a big one. Yes. Ooh, I like the Cabo living. <laughs> yes. yes. Love Cabo. Love Mexico. I know. Maybe we should go someday. We'll be there and we'll do no bad days from Cabo. 
You know, yes. when life is hard and you're in it, like I know right now, a lot of us are scared and anxiety's high, but we're going to make it through this no matter what. And then we'll look back and think, you know what? We are capable, we are strong. If we stick together, everything will be okay. Yeah, and I love ending on that note because that's such a powerful statement to remind ourselves with every day that we are powerful, we're strong, we're capable and we can get through anything if we do it together. Don't ever do anything in isolation, it will never work. <laughs> it's just no fun, together yeah. it's more fun. I mean, I know we have to be isolated to a point, but getting right, on. This is where technology is amazing. I mean, I'm grateful for technology for all of this connection. Yeah, and I'm an introvert at heart, but so I can handle a little bit more of this isolation stuff, but Talking to you today has so uplifted my spirits, and thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Of course. Well, if anyone has any questions, post them in the group, please. As uh, you watch this later on the replay, I'm going to be sharing it out to other groups, and this will be available on YouTube as well as the podcast site coming up. Off to get, Jenna. I appreciate you. Have a blessed day. You too, Jolene. Thank you so much. Bye, you everyone. Bye-bye.